Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. It's a Friday. Live in L.A., it's the Herd, wherever you may be. However you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. The uh, ben, Mark Schlereth is going to be joining us in about three or four minutes. Uh, yeah, the tournament USC-Michigan State, uh, I, I basically take favorites. Now, I had Marquette winning three games. That was one of my dark horses. I have Marquette winning three games. Not, not, not too many. Got to win six to be the champ. I have him winning three. I had Furman in an upset win. I don't have a ton of upsets. I have Duke winning it all against Gonzaga. That is my guess. Everybody told me Gonzaga wasn't very good this year. And then I watched them against St. Mary's in the conference championship, and they blew them out. And I'm like, man, I think they're pretty good this year. Good coach. Yeah. They have, Timmy's obviously a dominating player. Number one rated offense, according to the efficiency numbers in the country. Yeah. Yeah. They and, can score on anybody. Yeah. But. And also, when you have the ability, so Virginia lost yesterday. Virginia scores 50 points a game, so the margins are small. Right. They only have so many possessions. So if you're the more talented team, you want, like Kansas City Chiefs want the most possessions right. possible. They feel they'll outlast you eventually and put up more points. Gonzaga scores a lot of points. So even if they're off, they give you 84 points. Virginia, the, the, the way they're built is not built for the tournament which is we score 52 points. Well, the margin for error, what, are you going to hold an opponent to 46? Yeah. So they got caught yesterday where they outplayed a team and got made a couple of mistakes late yeah. and lost the game. And Gonzaga gives themselves a much greater margin of error. And Virginia doesn't shoot threes. I think they were three for 11 from deep. That's like Steph Curry and a half. That's like not modern basketball. You've got to shoot the three, especially if you play the slowdown game, like you said. No, it's it's the post office of uh, you know <laughs> that's 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 Virginia's doing stuff that it very much 1978 basketball. You can win that way, yeah. but if you're trying to win six straight against elite competition without NBA guys not shooting threes. It's just like the NBA. We see some of these teams just said, you know, the Lakers for a while. We're not into the three. 
Well, everybody else is. So the Lakers last 10 years, they've had nine bad ones. And the bubble year. So, like, you, you can be stubborn on stuff, but but I think the team, like, one of the things I always appreciated about Coach K is he didn't like the one-and-done initially. He didn't like it. Um, and then he started getting beat by teams with one-and-done guys. And Coach K is like, all right, I'm going to pivot. we got to move on this thing. I'm not going to sit back and be stubborn. The Warriors embraced the three first, but the smart guys, Daryl Morey is like, oh, wow. The numbers say yeah. shoot the three. The stubborn teams are still paying for it. Remember Nick Saban at Alabama? Uh, he's like a defensive guy, and then all of a sudden, oh, these offenses are crazy. Let me bring in the great offensive minds, and boom. Now he's. I mean, juggernaut. if you look at Alabama football today, it's not known for corners and linebackers. It was eight years ago. Yeah. It's known for quarterbacks and wide receivers. So yeah. Saban's like, I like when these older guys, Shashevsky can be in his 70s and Nick Saban, and they're like, hey, here's the. You know, it's all about winning to me. It's not about your – I think when Popovich gets stubborn or Belichick gets stubborn, that's about ego. The smart guys – and it's, I see a lot of these – you know why? Because college guys deal with young people, and young people keep you fresh. So Saban's always around 19, 20-year-olds, keeps him fresh. Mike Krzyzewski. But when you become a pro coach, Belichick and Popovich, and you're around adults and GMs and owners and 35-year-old men and millionaires – you start buying into your nonsense in your culture, and Popovich and Belichick feel like they're kind of tone deaf. Um, I, I want to say this. I thought this was interesting. Jason Light, smart guy, runs the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, they look like they're in no man's land today. Brady's retired. They don't have an offensive coach. They don't have a quarterback. Baker Mayfield, I guess, is it, although it looks like a backup role uh, or backup contract. So here's Jason Light talking about the Buccaneers going all in. If I go back in time, I would do it all again. We um, we 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 pushed. We borrowed about a hundred million dollars against this year's cap and future cap um, to do what we did. Um, came close a second time, but you know, if anybody um, wants to criticize what they did, they can come to any of our three homes and look at our ring. So um, we're happy about that. Listen. So and we're going to pursue another one too. Listen, they've rare, they're an irrelevant franchise by and large, weird at quarterback, never consistent. In their, the gap between their 18 Super Bowls, they got the two playoff games and lost both. So the Buccaneers are a small market, sort of a loose, small pirate ship of a franchise, mostly forgettable. So for them to go all in, I completely, absolutely buy into. I think it was the right thing to do. They may not win another Super Bowl for 18 years unless they get Kayla Williams from USC, but that's okay. That's the franchise they are. It's not an iconic brand. It's not Duke, Yankees, Packers, Niners, Steelers. It's not. Um, you know... The Rams decided to go all in, too, and they may be better. In fact, they will be better this year than Tampa. But I don't, I'm don't. i interested to see how that plays out. USC's football stadium got very empty very quickly. This is a not a one-horse town like Tampa. I mean, the Rays draw flies, so it's basically a one-horse town with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and the Rays are over in St. Pete, so a lot of people won't drive over the, the bridge to get there. So it's Tampa's really big show in town. LA is different. You got to be good. The Dodgers are always good. Lincoln Riley. You got the Lakers and the Clippers. You got pro soccer teams, NHL. Uh, I think the Bucks are fascinating. They went all in in a very distracted town that forgets about you very quickly. So the Rams going all in. I get it. I think they're happy with it. And I do think if Stafford plays this year and is upright, they're going to vie for a playoff. 
But uh, Tampa, I will defend to the very end about going for it. That franchise has never been relevant. You absolutely go for it. If you're the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, go for it. You're not as big as the Giants. You're not as big as the Yankees. You're not as iconic as the Knicks. You go for it. Tampa goes for it. Carolina, go for it. Rams, a little dicier proposition. I think they'll rebound, but if they don't, people forget about you in this city very quickly. Mark Schlereth, we never forget about him. Three rings, multiple-time Pro Bowler. So you're in Denver. Uh, I was talking to a friend a couple days ago, and I said the one team in the league, you know free agency, about 35% of them hit, about 65% don't. The one team I absolutely know will be better is Denver. I thought, as a former offensive lineman, I th- I think they've done a good job. How's it landing in Denver? Oh, I think it's uh, in Denver right now. People are pretty excited about it. And I think, you know, one of the textures to my radio show texted this in, so I can't take credit for it, but he was 100% right. The Denver Broncos have spent a quarter of a billion dollars to overcome the quarter of a billion dollar mistake they made last year. It's all about mitigating Russell Wilson and not making Russell Wilson win the game for you. It's getting back to what Russell Wilson does well. It's controlling line of scrimmage. It's running the ball. It's using multiple tight end sets. It's having a real-life fullback. It's about football players. And anytime you talk to Sean Payton and you meet with Sean Payton, he'll sit there and say, man, I like this football player, this football player, this football player. It's not about athletes. And I think one of the things that Sean Payton did – was a real evaluation of this roster, like a real football coach evaluation of the roster. And where a lot of people were saying over the last couple of years, oh, this roster is really good. They're only a quarterback away. They're just a quarterback away. I was saying, hey, listen, they've gone after athletes. They haven't gone after football players. And there is a big difference in my mind, Colin. Football is easy for football players. It's really difficult for athletes. And I think that's why you look at the trading block right now. You look at all the receivers on the Broncos like receiving core. All of them are up for trade right now. He is trying to move pieces. He is trying to get real-life football players to slow this game down, to condense this game, take some of that pressure off of Russell Wilson. So the the Jets-Green Bay situation is interesting. Aaron's good. He's polarizing, so it's been dominating our show, perhaps not as much today. Um, I, you know, for years and years, there was this sense that if you were um, the union leader on your team, uh, it was not good for your career. That the owners had a long memory and many good players, Kevin Mawai, a lot of good guys that were union leaders, suddenly didn't get the contract offers. And so, you know, never forget who runs the league. It's the Shield. It's the owners. So Green Bay's got the leverage with the Jets, and they're in absolutely, apparently, no hurry to make a move. Do you think, deep down, they feel marginalized and manipulated the last two years, and they're doing this for a reason? They don't have to hurry, and they're going to make Aaron suffer a little. Uh, I don't know that they want to make him suffer, but they definitely want to try to maximize the value. So then you have to ask yourself, what is the value? What is the value in regards to draft picks and potential compensation from that standpoint versus the value of just getting that number off your salary cap? And so, you know, I think the Jets are playing that game like, hey, dudes, you can't carry that number on your salary cap. So eventually you've got to make a deal with us and we're not going to give you the capital that maybe the Broncos gave a 34-year-old quarterback in Russell Wilson last year, I think 33 at the time, turned 34. But, you know, 
Rogers about to turn 40. So I think there's that, that game of chicken that's being played right now. I think eventually they'll, you know, they'll figure out what that fair compensation is, but I just don't think it's the same market from a compensation standpoint in regards to draft picks and players than it was last year for a younger quarterback in Wilson, even though Aaron Rodgers is far more accomplished. If, if you were the Packers, I'm the Jets, what would you demand? What do you think is fair value for Aaron? You're the GM of the Packers. I, I just don't think you're going to get multiple first-round picks. I think a first-round pick, you know, maybe a, a player to be named, maybe a third-rounder to go with it. I, like, that to me feels like that's fair compensation. So I just don't think it's multiple picks for a guy that maybe plays one, maybe two years more. I, I So... Listen, I'm for I'm all in on Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I think the Jets are a good young football team. I love Robert Saul, their head coach. I think he gets the most out of his players. They've got a great defense and they've got some good young offensive talented players. And so I look at this, you push it into the middle, you you do what Tampa Bay did, you go out there and you see if you can't win a Super Bowl. Um I think that's a I think that's a fair expectation to either compete for that division title or at least be a wild card team and get yourself in this playoffs. But the bottom line is, uh, I just think from a compensation standpoint, they're not going to get the hole that maybe Seattle got from Denver last year. Lamar Jackson, um, if you look at his last 34 starts, he scored two touchdowns per game, 61, and he's 24 and 12. Uh, that's the last 36. So, uh, maybe it was 20, whatever the number was. He, he wins two out of three games. Um, I, in a division with Joe Burrow and the always consistent Steelers and Deshaun Watson, I would resign him. Um, but it doesn't, I mean, Baltimore is basically saying, kid, go to the market, get an offer. We don't think there's going to be a bidding war. What if there is no bidding war? Um, I mean, I'll just ask you, what would you do, GM of the Ravens? What would you do? Well, I think they're playing it. The Ravens are playing it exceptionally well. They're saying, go out there, see what's out there. You know, if you can get a big-time contract, at least we're going to get compensated for it. But we don't believe the market for you is what you think the market is for you. Now, one thing I do know, you know, the latest report was a three-year fully guaranteed contract. Um at uh, $133 million, I believe, like 44 and change a year, right? Let me tell you what never happens. Players don't release information and agents don't release information on contracts that they're not planning to sign. So there's always, whenever I hear those numbers, I always say, okay, but what else? Like, what are we not hearing? So what are that? What are the you know? What's the fine print say toward the end of that contract or the end? Is there there added years? What what else is going on that we're not getting? Uh, are there options on that? So I don't know exactly what that is, but I think the Baltimore Ravens are basically saying, "Hey man, you know you've got to understand that the style with which you play has proven not to be a style in which you can stay healthy." The last two years, he's played twelve games each year in a seventeen game season. Um, I'm no mathematician, but that's missing five games. And listen, I, I look at that style and say, until you can prove that that style can win us a championship and that you can stay healthy with that heavy run quarterback run offense, um, we're just not going to reward you with one of those Deshaun Watson deals. Not that anybody's going to write another Deshaun Watson deal. I mean, for crying out loud, I think everybody's 
ticked off at uh, Jimmy Haslam for for writing that deal. So, and then that's the other thing, Jimmy. Like at some point, when you're a billionaire, don't you change your name from Jimmy to James? Yeah, Isn't I think you do. To grow up a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Uh, just grow up a little bit and quit quit giving off those contracts. But the bottom line, I don't think any owner is going to play that game. Um, and I think they're all pissed off at Jimmy Haslam. Mark Schlereth, multiple rings, uh, multiple Pro Bowls. He's stopping by in Denver. Go to good. I think Chicago's helped themselves, and the Broncos and the AFC have helped themselves noticeably. Yeah. It's good seeing you, Mark. You too, Colin. Take care, buddy. I mean, he went and got – Chicago did a great job. They got DJ Moore, a vertical presence. He'll be their number one. Robert Tanyan, the tight end from the Packers, along with Cole Komet. So you have two viable tight – think about Chicago – from the middle of last year until now, like it's been six months, Cole Komet, Robert Tanyan, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. That's pretty good. Now, they missed out in the right tackle. They can draft that. Their old line wasn't as bad as the Bear fans want to convince you it was. But it's like the Bears now, their weaknesses now are on defense. They got playmakers on offense. Tanya's a very good number two uh, tight end. And they have multiple twos. I think they have multiple fives. So I think Chicago in the NFC and the Denver Broncos in the AFC feel like better football teams today. One, Denver has absolutely upgraded their O-line. Chicago has upgraded their skill, tight end, and wide receiver. Those teams feel better. Mike Gusecki to the Patriots and Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju is goofy and brand-obsessed, and Gusecki doesn't block, although I like him. The reason Miami let him go, because Mike McDaniels runs that Niner offense, they want their tight ends to block, and Gusecki doesn't block. And so, by the way, the reason Belichick loved Gronk, he blocked. So Gusecki's a nice target, but he's not going to complement the run game. So they sign him to a one-year deal, and that's all he's going to last because he's not going to contribute on the run game. And I like Gusecki, but there's a reason Miami let him go, even though he's a pretty good player. That offense is the Niners' offense, and they want George Kittles. They want guys who will grab you, hold you, let the running back move through. Interesting. A lot of stealing within the division, huh? Gusecki, Miami to New England. And Miami stole Mike White from the Jets and Braxton Berrios. A lot of interchanging parts there, huh? Well, I, I just don't think – I think if you look at who really – I think the, the elevation of quarterback, that's the only player that's worth more than a point per game, is Robert Tanyan hurting the Packers. The Packers will likely take a tight end in the first or second round. In fact, you can almost guarantee it if they get a first-round pick from the Jets. If they get 15. Yeah, they're going to take a tight end. Oh, Michael Mayer from Notre or Dame. The I Utah, like or the kid from Utah. Utah. Yeah, they're both yeah, yeah. really, really good tight ends. So, I, I mean, I think Tanyan's a nice player. I think Tanyan leaving Green Bay hurts Green Bay less than it elevates Chicago. He could go four or five touchdowns, 45, 55 catches for the Bears with Cole Komet. But Chicago has done such a good job, Ryan Poles, the GM, from the end of last year, the trading deadline last year, and we're not even to the draft yet. They've ended the receiving dilemma, and, and I think they needed a second tight end, and instead of the draft, they went and got it from the Packers. So they can concentrate, really, the Bears can concentrate in the draft on defense, and they went and got a running back from Carolina who's good enough. So, I mean, the, Chicago was going into this draft. They had to fill offensive holes in defense. Now they don't. Well, they, got, they had the most cap money to spend uh, they, in free agents. Let me ask you about this Jets pick. Mark said he would give up the first, right? You give up the first. Does it is it better for the Jets to give up the first after the draft? We'll give you next year's one. You didn't want to do it. We're taking our first-round pick this year to help us get better. We'll give you next year's number one. You do the deal after the draft. 
Or would the Packers have it done before the draft to get that 15th well, pick? I, I, yeah, I mean, I think the Packers want the player now for Jordan Love. Right. The Jets may be saying, we'll give you one next year for Aaron. We won't give you this year. We'll give you three this year. And, you know, the Packers look at that and think, well, a third-round tight end. The problem with next year's pick, Colin, is there's a lot of uncertainty around a 39-year-old quarterback. We don't know if he's going to survive the season. He gets hurt, misses half the season, the Jets win six or seven games. That's a top-ten pick now. So the Jets only have six picks. So the Jets are probably saying, we can't give you our first. Yeah. Now the Packers are saying, well, you don't have holes to fill if you sign Aaron. You got an offensive tackle. They're, they're, well, they don't have a lot of. They holes. lost two guys on the defensive line. Um, you know the linebacking core is good, not great. The offensive—they need a left tackle. I mean, yeah. Makai Becton. Come on. Now, see Jonah Williams. Did you see this? The Bengals uh, tackle is upset and asked for a trade. He go to the now Jets. That the Bengals brought him in. Well, he's going to want big money. You know, his contract is significant. I don't know how the Jets can swing him, but they could sure as hell use a tackle. Yeah, he got banged up last year, so he he's did. not he's not going to get top of the market money. Alabama kid, and if you look, he's I haven't always done been a, enough he, of a deep dive. Some of these, I he, think he's Alabama, right? Yeah, he's okay. Some of these Alabama kids are a little overdrafted because Alabama's always stacked and dominating. It was like, oh, Alabama, and then you look at some of the numbers. I mean, how many yesterday Raiders Raiders whipped on a couple of Alabama guys? Let me let me get how many great Alabama players because they've been a 10, 12 year dynasty. How many great Alabama players are currently in the NFL? Great. I mean, Josh Jacobs, is he a great running back? Uh, That counts. Okay. So they have a top five running back. Devontae Smith is really, really good, but he's not a top 10 receiver yet. He's really, really good. Who who is the, who are the best Alabama? Jerry Judy was Alabama, right? I, I, he's, I, he's not been great yet. He, there's a lot of talent he's, there. He's fast. That doesn't make you great. <laughs> he's a great route runner. He's a great uh, athlete. I mean, I'm just asking. No, you guys, that's a fair... I, I would need to call up the, uh, the last five years, but they've had okay. a lot of whiffs. Derrick Henry, who took... That was like eight years ago, wasn't it? It was a while ago. All right. So, no, but he's I mean, been around for a while. I mean, Derrick Henry is qualifies. Yeah, he's, he's been great. But recently, like last three years, not a lot of guys have popped instantly from who, Alabama. Alex, who was, the, who was the other one? What about Alex Leatherwood, the offensive line? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on. Like, there's a lot of that. I mean, do we need to bring up Henry Ruggs, who's no longer in the league and is no, behind no, no, bars? No. Like, there's been a lot of problems. Who was that, Alex? Jalen, well, Jalen Waddle's a two. He's a, on his own team. He's a second best receiver. I mean, I'm talking about Alabama. Yeah, they dynasty. needed to bring in Tyreek Hill because he's not a number one. Yeah, yeah. Who are the great Alabama players? It's a fair question. No, I just, I think it's, I, I, I you know, I'll, during the commercial break, I'll I go think Josh it. Jacobs is a top three, four running back, so he qualifies absolutely. I think Devontae Smith is really, really interesting. But I. But again, they had to bring in an AJ Brown because he's not big enough to be a one. Yeah, that's fair. I'm probably missing somebody off the top well, of my we'll head. Get, we'll get him during the commercial. All right. One more herd. The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We got into this discussion as a staff during the break. Of all the college football programs, 130 Division I programs, the one program that has the most number one players in the league is Cincinnati. They have the number one tight end, Travis Kelsey, the number one center, Jason Kelsey, and the number one corner, Sauce Gardner. Cincinnati, a basketball school for a long time. Cincinnati. Now, Oklahoma has the best left tackle and right tackle. LSU, arguably, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, best receiver, same school. Uh, Ohio State's got a lot of great edge rushers, two Boses and Chase Young. But Cincinnati, it, what's amazing about the NFL is how random it is. I mean, the best quarterback goes to Texas Tech. Um, Alabama's probably, Derrick Henry's probably the best running back. Josh Jacobs is darn close. Um, I mean, the SEC is obviously well represented. The best kicker went to Texas. Oklahoma does very well on the offensive line. LSU does very well on the perimeter but Cincinnati, the Bearcats, have the best corner, the best center, <laughs> and the best tight end. Of course, two of them come from one family. So, uh, Where does Jalen Hurts technically, is he an Alabama guy or an Oklahoma? Oklahoma guy. I mean, if you wanted to make an argument, I mean, he's not bad. So your best quarterbacks often go to random schools. I mean, let's, let's just the quarterback position. Texas Tech, Wyoming, a transferred LSU, Oregon, Clemson, Clemson Transfer to Oklahoma. Cal, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Louisville, Lamar Jackson. Cal through junior college, Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, NC State, and Wisconsin. I mean, Deshaun Watson, Clemson as well. But I mean, it's it's amazing how often the quarterback is comes from a non traditional power. We we should add a couple Alabama guys we missed. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick certainly top five at his position. He's a top five safety. Alabama. Quinn and Williams of the Jets. Come, oh, come on. Uh, don't put your head down. Aaron Donald. He, I mean, Quinn and Williams first team All Pro. He's got to be there. Um, as um, I don't know, 
Jonathan Allen and Payne, the two guys in Washington from Alabama. Payne's I don't good. know if they're great. They're up there, upper they're echelon. Good players. They just got paid. Amari Cooper, Alabama. Come on. Not anymore. Calvin Ridley coming back. Come on. Oof. Tough judge. Patrick Sertain. Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, Trevon saying, Diggs of I'm Dallas. Not, it takes too many risks for me. I like him, but I, he, I don't love him. People get a little hot on him. Um, no, I, it just it just goes to show half the league is undrafted. There is so much football talent in America. You can talk about moms don't want their kids to play. Look at where it comes from. All over the place. J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So Miami introduced Jalen Ramsey yesterday after his trade from the Rams. Ramsey's taking a lot of heat from the media saying he's past his prime, but three-time All-Pro and Super Bowl champ says, you got to watch the tape. <laughs> you got to really watch it. You got to really watch it, you know? You don't, you don't become this successful, you know, without actually doing good things on that field and, and having the respect from your peers and uh, media. And we're we, we going to see what they got to say, you know, once we out on the field. That's, that's what matters. We gonna see what they guys say. Yeah, look, we trying to be the best, man. We don't, we ain't, we ain't trying to really worry about comparing ourselves with anybody else. We trying to be ourselves. When it's all said and done, then we can talk about. We can we can go over all of that, and we can go over all of what people say. We'll we'll keep the receipts, and we'll go back over all of that. <laughs> you know, when it's all said and done, after the fact. You know, that's what I've been doing. He is a playmaking, big physical corner. There are almost no corners in the league that play with his physicality. He takes some big swings, but my only question is, do you need to pay two two corners a ton? Well, we'll see what happens with Xavier Howard. There's some chatter. Maybe they get off that contract. Okay, we'll but see. I but he I I didn't think he had a great year, but it wasn't the disaster people made it out to be. He is a long, physical, playmaking corner. It's not like the Rams wanted to get rid of him. They wanted picks and they had to get rid of salary because Matt Stafford's cost them a fortune. Okay, if he's so good, why did he only fetch a third-round pick? Um, I know the contract is, was onerous. Well, but- can I make this argument? Miami got a little bit of a steal. I mean, he is going to be in a short list of pro bowlers at corner next year, and they gave up a third-round pick and a backup to a backup tight end. Okay. It is possible Miami won the trade. I, I'm, you could say that. Now, Vic Fangio is the defensive coordinator. Who's he, great. Maybe he, fit, maybe he really wanted him. He's like, we got to get him. By the way, um, here's the other thing, and that needs to be noted. Miami now has maybe the best defensive coordinator in football in Vic Fangio. Yeah. So, I get Jalen Ramsey... With a great coach. And you could say a motivated Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, so Rams I mean, my takeaway, if you told me who won this deal, I would say Miami won this deal. Well, yeah, because they didn't give up much. But the I contract Jaylen, is long. The contract th- is, you know. Well, they got two big years to pay. But again, if he's a Pro Bowl level guy, then it's no. then it's worth it. We'll see how Ramsey does in South Beach. He is um, known to get after it, as well, they say. By the way, he went to Florida State. Get after it in Tallahassee, too. He was fine. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll stop there before we're talking about teammates, sisters, and stuff. Okay, moving on to the NBA where LeBron, man, he's been out since March 2nd with a foot injury. Earlier this week, Johan Buha of The Athletic reported LeBron could return for the final week of the regular season. But Colin, Brian Winhorst says, not so fast, my friend. LeBron is not close to returning from what I am told. 
I know everybody said three weeks, but I think it was a very clear three weeks is when he's going to get the reevaluation. I didn't mean he's coming back in three weeks. I didn't. I know that LeBron has played through injuries in the past. I'm not 100% sure this is an injury you can play through. I think the Lakers... It's, it's only getting worse and worse for the Lakers, man. It's been 10 years, and there's been one really good year. But they won a title. Now, somebody compared the Lakers' tenure with LeBron to the UVA basketball team the last few years. First-round loss, first-round loss, first-round loss. And, oh, by the way, they won a championship. I mean, Lakers fans, you've got to take this, right? I know at least 12 NBA teams would say, wait a sec, you're telling me I can miss the playoffs, miss the playoffs, win a title, and lose in the first round or second round? I'll sign up for that in a heartbeat, wouldn't well, you? Yeah, but that's... I mean, the, Lake, the Houston Rockets. Yeah, the Lake, that. The Lake, yeah, of course. And, and winning a game in the tournament's big for Furman. It's not for Duke. The Lakers' brand is historically relevant. So it's not a well-run organization. Well, it, it, listen, this is not a knock. All my sources in the NBA, none of them think the Lakers are a well-run organization. Agreed. It's friends and family in the building. When LeBron got there, they were at rock bottom. I think they had like five straight losing awful seasons. And LeBron got him a title. What, what are we... It's hard. Listen, I'm not going to discount. Well, I, oh, I guess I am. Oh, boy. The, the Harbaugh had one bad year at Michigan, COVID year. Like, the COVID year, it's hard for me. I mean, literally, there was no fans. There were the staffs were limited. It was I just the whole COVID championship stuff. So we're not putting an asterisk by it, but we're just saying something. I don't know. I mean, I would say a COVID championship is less than a strike-shortened season championship, or I think Duncan (laughs) won one, didn't he? And everybody said, oh, like a strike-shortened season, I mean, it's just fewer games. It doesn't mean the games don't count. Like, COVID was uh, literally, it went to the bubble, and all the veteran teams, like, eroded because they were away from their kids and their friends and their parents. Making it tougher. And guess what? LeBron is a veteran away from his kids and wife and... That was a tough one, man. I've never been sequestered like that before, have you? No. This is like jury duty times a thousand. They were in a bubble. They could not leave their room, Colin. I know. Getting tested for this every day? I know. Just, I just don't think it's a well-run franchise. Damn, that's harsh, man. LeBron, I hope you're watching. All right, final story. Nikola Jokic has been the MVP front runner for most of the season, averaging a triple-double. Uh, apparently, Joel Embiid is coming on strong. Foxbet has bumped him ahead of Jokic as the MVP favorite. That, to me, is insane. Uh, Embiid minus 110, you see on the screen. Jokic plus 130. So you bet 100 bucks, you win 130 if you take Jokic. I'm surprised um, how much the media cares about this. I care well, about you got to talk about something. You can't talk about, like, half the NBA right now because a lot of teams stink. I just tied it. I, I, I. Giannis is the best player. I'd give Embiid the MVP. How's that? They've been a red-hot team. You hear that, tough... Denver? You hear that? More, more uh, no, I disrespect. Think, I think Jokic is fine. I just think Embiid, the, East, the Eastern Conference at the top is better than the Western Conference. He... Between the Cavs and the Celtics and the Sixers and the Bucks and Miami, I think the East is better at the top. And Embiid's leading the NBA in scoring. Um I, I I would give it to Embiid. You, you got a 6'10 European who looks like your pool cleaner, and he's averaging a triple-double in the NBA. I don't Among care the about greatest it. athletes on the planet, and he's not the MVP. I, I'm, I'm not a huge triple-double guy. I, I'm really not. Nobody... What about if you're 6'10 and you're averaging 10 assists per game? The game is... That literally has never been done before. It's a very finesse league. Wait, let, me, let me ask you this. 
If I could get not a triple-double from Jokic, but he was a significantly better defender, would I take it? Tomorrow. He's a liability on the defensive end. That's what I always said with Westbrook. Oh, he's a triple-double. Yeah, he's atrocious defensively in the worst hands I've ever seen for a guard. If you told me he wasn't a triple-double, but he was a double-double and a great defender, I would take that in two seconds. Westbrook is a complete, utter liability defensively. And Jokic is too. What makes Giannis the best player is, on any given night, he's the best player on both ends. So the idea of a triple-double, it's just all offensive stats. Some of them sort of geared toward, you know, stat compilation. If you gave me fewer rebounds with him, and but a tremendous defense... Like, I'll give you an example. Four minutes, Anthony Davis, elite defender and shot blocker rebounder, elite offensive player. Not going to give you the assists, not going to hit the 22-footer. But in a big game down the stretch, Anthony Davis will be more forceful inside and more forceful defensively and better on the glass. I would take him for four minutes to go in the game over Jokic, who is a complete liability on the defense. All right. I, I, I think we get it. You're, you're not, lia, liability is a decent word for Jokic defensively, but you could collect all the centers over the last decade, and Jokic is a better passer than all of them. Would you, you okay, could get, grab him okay, for the year before great. the decade. So is our Venus Sabonis. He was never, a great passer. Never got a title. I don't the, well, need my center to be a great passer. I don't care. I want my center to be able to finish at the rim and defend. I want him to be Giannis. Eight feet in, it's over, and you're not getting to the yeah. 10. I don't so, care if my center... It's a nice additive yeah. if my center can pass. I don't want him to have bad hands. I don't need him to be Arvidas, Bill Walton, or Jokic. It's like saying, you ever go when you have a cell phone, and they sell, you go to Verizon or something, and they have a cell phone. Oh, and they show you all these things it does, and I'm like, what's the storage? Does it? Can I call somebody and get a call? Does it have a good camera? I care about three things. Does it have internet? I don't care about 90% of what the cell phone gives me. You go get a car. It's got this, it's got this, it's got this. I'm like, does it drive well? So you're not a bells and what whistles kind of guy. I'm not a bells and whistles. I don't care that my center's the best passer in the sport. Be better against me. I want my guys. You get a Anthony Davis down low. Duncan down low, Anthony Davis down low, Kareem down low. He does not want to be down low. He grew up as a guard. He's made it clear at every stop. But he he is, doesn't want to play center. But he's a very good... He can. He just doesn't want to. I got nothing against passing. It is icing. Yeah. I'm looking for K. Score yeah. and be hard to score this on. This Giannis love has me thinking about a question I saw on the internet. I, it's just 10 seconds. If you put Giannis, who you love, defensive and offensive, on any 16 seed in the NCAA tournament, could they get to the Final Four? They would dominate the tournament. <laughs> All the way? <laughs> yeah. With it on a 16 seat. David Robinson played for the midshipman of Navy. I watched him live in college. Yeah. He made Navy viable. Right. So you, you, Giannis could take like uh They would dominate the tournament. Really? Larry Bird took Indiana State to the championship like game. Way hey, back. Name, I, I can name two other players on that team. Can you name another player on that team? No, absolutely. Okay, there you go. I, well, I don't know if I was born yet. Listen, you think Giannis honestly could carry a 16 seed to the final four? Furman with Giannis? No, Giannis Furman's on a 16. Well, okay, 16 I'm talking is about two. like Texas State Community College or whatever they are. <laughs> Texas CC, I mean, they're playing. <laughs> the, the team that got boat raced by Alabama yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they could take, with Giannis, they Giannis could go to the would final. score 65 points. 
He scores 33 in the NBA. <laughs> he What's he scoring against a 19-year-old? I think because I didn't think he could do it. And hearing you, I'm like, all right, maybe there's a case he could dominate. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping Yeah, by. I mean. The herd line news. Against the world's best players, Embiid averages 33 a night. What is he averaging against NC State? He's 65 points. The rest of the guys can score. Each have one basket. They score 75 points. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting odds boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. And, you know, I, I, I've always believed, you know, the media can tell you how great you are, blah, blah, blah. But are you on the open market? Who would go get you? Lamar Jackson is essentially now on the open market. And I like Lamar, but he's got no takers. If Mahomes was on the open market... Everybody would bet on him. If Josh Allen was, if Justin Herbert was, if Trevor Lawrence was, as if Burrow was, I think there's a growing belief that if Jalen Hurts was on the market, there'd be a lot of takers. Lamar doesn't have any. Like that, that's, I mean, that's that is something, right? Like that. That I mean, you know, if you're a, va- if even broadcasting guys I've known, men and women who have been on the market, they'll have multiple suitors. I don't know. It, it just it seems like to me the top producers in Hollywood, the top directors, there's multiple, you know, uh, movie studios after them, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, bidding wars. The entire NFL is a quarterback league. Lamar's out there right now for the taking. No bidders. 
I mean, the offer, the the the, the non-exclusive tag, got to pay him $32 million a year to make a bid. So why aren't the Colts in on Lamar Jackson? Give me one good reason why they would not make a move on Lamar Jackson. Because they have the number, what, four pick, number five pick or four pick? Four. So if they have the number four pick, their takeaway is we're going to get one of these quarterbacks. But there's no star quarterback in this league because it's going to win next year. Right. So, so there's nobody that you uh, – like. It just at goes his to best. Do you think C.J. Stroud could become anything close to Lamar Jackson? Will he win an MVP in his career? Will he go to the playoffs three straight years? C.J. Stroud? No. Okay, so what are we doing? No, I, I, I believe that Bryce Young is the most polished and ready to play now. Right now he can play. And if he plays with a decent O-line and gets protection, Bryce Young can move the chains. There is some special with him. His awareness and his accuracy. He's very nimble. I don't see a lot of wow with C.J. Stroud. He feels like a B student. His arm's okay. His mobility's okay. His accuracy's good, but it's Ohio State receivers. They're wide open. And, and, and Richardson's got is a fascinating athlete, very raw. He's probably the most fascinating to Carolina right now. They're probably looking at him with Frank Reich's history of like taking guys that make mistakes, Carson Wentz, Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, He's a refiner. He's a polisher. So I think Carolina is probably looking at Anthony Richardson and thinking, our coach, this is what he does. Or you take Bryce Young. Will Levis is too mechanical. The people I talk to think he's too muscular, a little bit too mechanical, uh, too much into his body. He's, he's just too stiff. So he's, I don't think he's a number one pick. C.J. Stroud isn't, there's not enough special. Bryce Bryce Young and and Richardson, there's some wow there. Okay. So CJ Stroud, if you put him on like the Niners with that supporting cast and that defense, boom, that's a home run. CJ Stroud could have success. Yeah, there. but he's not going there. Right. We I think we would agree he can't I don't see him going to some random franchise and all of a sudden next, no. in a few years he's a top ten quarterback. No, no. Lamar Jackson is a top ten quarterback. You can have him. You just have to give him a fully guaranteed deal for like three years. Yeah, I would. I Washington, I would. Atlanta, I would. Colts, I would. I would. I'm one of the, I, Baltimore, I would. Now, I'll give you guaranteed, but smaller. I'm not giving you fifty million a year guaranteed, but yeah, I don't. I don't know what Lamar's agent's saying, but three years, hundred and fifty mil. Why would you not take all that guaranteed? Even if his mom's his agent, I don't know what his mom's telling him, but like hundred fifty million dollars can be yours. Why are you not taking that? Well, they haven't offered it yet. Hour three next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. 
and Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> 